<laughs> yeah, I'm back. What you mean, man? What you thought I was done? Man, I just had to get my spirit right. Talk that shit, yo. Come on, young Lavo. Yeah, yeah. Lavo. Wow. Oh, God. Look, look, I do this for the ones that said I never make it. Oh, yeah. I made it out the hood like I shake and bake it. Okay. I'm Bronx born, pops raised, Vegas paid. Yeah. Gotta make money, uh, that's the only way. Yeah. I heard they hating, boy, I'm not faced. Yeah, I'm blowing loud, it's some type of haze. Yeah, and Asian chick with some crazy ways. Uh, she 411, kiss the belly button, that'll make a day. What's go? Yo, yo, come on, it's only been a week. You saw that? Yo, come on, fam. We got to give you a nickname because I don't want to tell people who you are. Boards? That works. Boards? What's up, boards? So, where was I? I was gone. I had to get my shit together. I apologize. I had a rough two weeks. And I didn't want to come on here and be somber. Let's start this from the beginning. What's going on, beautiful people? My name is Kasabian Lavo. Welcome to the Kasabian Lavo Show. I'll be your host, Kasabian. I think I said my name like four different times. Follow me on Instagram, Twitter, Facebook, and all that good stuff. Kasabian Lavo all over the place. Klavo.com. If you forgot, we got some merch finally coming to the site. <laughs> I'm going to, I swear I'm putting it up. Gilly. My one of my good, good, good longtime friends is taking over the creative department of all the merch. Um designs, excuse me. All the creative designs. So that's gonna be dope. So y'all be on the lookout for that. I mean, we're doing a lot of exclusive one off pieces. I'm talking maybe, you know, a hundred of, of a certain shirt that will never come out again. And I'm offering good quality t shirts. I'm not doing those shrinkable shirts, you know, where we're it, the reason why we stopped releasing the shirts that we had was because of quality. I refuse to give you guys cheap shit and and just try to overcharge you. So there's going to be some custom colors that you'll never see anywhere else that we're going to make ourselves for these T-shirts. We're going to make them just for y'all. Uh, Lavo, the Crying Angel is going to be on it. You know, the EK is going to be on it. We're going to get some slogans and stuff on there, some quotes. Um, You know, just be on the lookout for all the new stuff. Probably we're bringing back the dad hats. And we're going to get the flat bill hats, the new eras. Uh, that should be ready for right before summer. And shit, <laughs> we got crop top hoodies coming. They're for the gym. They're they're unisex. And I'm, I'm debating on when to release them. But you know what? I'm talking about it, so I'm putting them out. I ain't even mean to clap. I'm just excited. I'm so happy to be back with y'all. Yo, I miss y'all. I really miss y'all. So let's catch up on what's going on. Um... After everything that happened with Nipsey, um, I kind of, you know, put myself in a real dark space mentally. Uh, I have I don't dream. And when I do, it gets crazy. And I was actually going to record a podcast just telling you my fucking dream and how sick my brain is. But I'm going to save that for another time because I got plenty more to talk about. Uh, unfortunately, I told myself I wanted to take a break just to, you know, stop and look at what I'm doing because I have so much going on that I really don't give enough time to enjoy what I'm doing and taking that loss definitely opened my eyes to at least you know start to slow down I feel like I've been in a rush for so long and I don't understand who I'm rushing with and I'm I'm slowing down it's time to slow down uh 
trying to wind down, I actually had more bad news. My grandmother fell ill. Now, if anybody knows me, they know that my grandparents raised me. And everything I've done is to make them proud. Because I know that they came here with not the best circumstances and, and probably not the best education to accomplish what they were able to accomplish. But they did so much and they gave me life and they made me feel loved. Not only did they make me feel loved, I mean, it, it wasn't... You you can't fake love. There's no such thing as fake love. Like, if it's love, it's love. I grew up in a home full of love. I loved my grandparents. I loved them. And what they what they, what they they did for me was a blessing. And I'm not a religious person because I have so many questions. I do believe in a higher power. And I thank all the gods for placing those two angels in front of me and allowing me not only to be myself, but to be the curious person I am, the to be outspoken, that were proud of me when I failed, that were proud of me when I succeeded, that supported me because they knew that I had something. They didn't know what. My grandfather always told me, he's like, you're, you're different. You do things different. Something about you. And sometimes words do affect people and sometimes words don't. And as a child, I never let that get to me. I was more impressed by him because he was blind and he did the things that he did, did, excuse me. I'm getting choked up. Um, to, excuse me, to lose your sight and not be able to see the people you love, not to, <clears throat> shit, <laughs> Oh, man. To lose your sight and not to be able to see people and and have that, that sense, you know, because it was taken from him. He wasn't born that way. To me, it would have been the most, I mean, detrimental thing that could have happened to me. If I lose my sight, I don't, I, 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 <laughs> I would have been gone a long time ago. You can call me weak if you'd like to. But this man woke up every day and he just got shit done. No bitching, no complaining, no why did this happen to me or nothing. All the way until his dying day. The man worked on cars, he worked on houses, and he taught me that you just got to do it. Nobody else is going to do it for you because nobody give a fuck, so you got to do it. And nobody cares about your misfortunes. This man was highly respected and feared by many, many people. A blind man. That's instilled in me. I passed that on to my kids and I hope they passed it on to their kids. We're not there yet. But that's the goal. That my grandmother. Such a sweet person. She didn't take shit. But she was really sweet. She was the perfect uh, yin and yang. You know, in the home. My grandfather was very strict, never showed love, never showed fear. Not, no, no, not didn't show love, but I mean, he was like all over me, like, oh, my grandson, I love you, all that shit all the time. It wasn't even a relationship like that. The way that we rocked was, that's my grandfather, you know what I'm saying? Um, I just, we weren't lovey-dovey, but the love was there. You know, it was a very, very strong understanding of love. And my grandmother, she was the 
lovey dovey extra the helicopter parent and that came from her raising nine fucking kids in new york city during the 70s and 80s you know what i'm saying 90s like that's what fucking actually let's be honest the 60s and 70s was nuts for fucking everybody in this country so let alone raising children in this country with uh, you know fourth or fifth grade education and no education at all formal education let me let me let me make that distinction you know and she just always believed in people and does i can't say i'm saying in the past tense i don't know why but I say that because I'm talking about the person that raised me. Because now my grandmother is at a part point in life where we're coming towards the end. So let me cut you know this convo short because I've written in one of my books about them too extensively. Because of everything that they were able to show me and give me. They made me the person that I am today. And having to look at my grandmother. <clears throat> shit, shit. And tell her. That you might not make it through the night was probably the hardest thing that uh I'll ever have to do. And by the grace of God and, and, and all the gods, I still got my grandma. She's still here. She said, you know. It's amazing how much strength comes from such a little person. She's laying there being told that this is your last fucking go. She said they were the, the discussion was about intubating her because her breathing was getting really bad. And she looked at me and said, I don't want to talk about that because... That's not something that's going to be needed. And I said, Grandma, I agree, but the doctor needs to know. Okay. She looked to me. And when my grandfather was diagnosed with cancer, he said, damn, out of all the shit, this is what got me. Put his hand on his head, brushed his hair back because he used to always brush his hair. Very handsome man. He said, well, me jodi. Aquí yo se jodio. Grandma looked at me. It's just fucking charming, yo. She put her hand on her head did the same thing. Wait, mira, calma, se jodio, aquí estamos. Which basically is I'm fucked in English. And uh, she looked at me and she said, I'm not ready. I got shit to do. And I told her, I said, Grandma, you want to fight, we fight. But if you're tired and this is it, that's okay. That's okay, but I'm in your corner. We're riding this shit the fuck out. We're going to fight. We're going to fight this shit. We're going to make it work. And I sat there. I argued with a few people. Um, I'm not good with people giving me their version of a fact. I have a huge issue with that. Especially when... Hold on, you guys. <clears throat> I have a huge issue with people that can't give me straight facts in a moment that deems facts. Just facts. No feelings. Not right now. Why do I say that? Because I get a phone call that's telling me that that this is it for her. 
the the confusion of, of, okay, let me put you in my shoes. The one person that always believed in me is is now facing her, one of her toughest battles at the moment in her life because this is that chapter for her. And I'm being told that this is it. Everybody's morbid around her. Everybody's under the impression that she's dying. I walk in the room. I'm smiling. Hey, Grandma. Oh, hello. What's up? You know, I walk. I put my chain on her. My Jesus piece that I keep near and dear to me that I that I bought when I first got into music. And it's not the not a matter of me buying. It's just it was the fact that that that's as religious as I get, y'all. Okay, I don't go to church, but I do believe in something. So I bought this Jesus piece. It was the only piece of jewelry I ever bought when I first started music. But when Pops had passed, Grandma put a pendant of a guardian angel and gave it to me. Um, he came to me in my dreams when he passed away. I put that pendant on my Jesus piece and I, I brought that to Grandma at the hospital. I said, Grandma, here's Pops. He's going to fight with you because he's not ready to have you. And we still need you. Again, I'm upset because the person that I love the most is is I can't do anything to help her. She's in the most vulnerable stage of her life and I couldn't do anything. So when I'm getting facts and I'm being told things that aren't true, when I'm not getting facts, when I'm getting this just jargon of bullshit that the doctors are telling, you know, my other family members and whatnot, but they just cannot regurgitate exactly what they were told. You see what I'm saying? Like, in a situation that's this serious, you need to know exactly what you were told. And if you don't understand, ask questions. I think my biggest strength is knowing what I don't know. I am not afraid to ask questions. Always ask questions. So I'm asking, what's wrong with her? She needs open heart surgery. Is it an emergency open heart surgery? No, 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 no. Not an emergency. She has pneumonia. Uh, she has the parrot flu. Fuck me, brother. The parrot flu. Jesus. Fucking birds. So she's retaining water because of the valve and because of the pneumonia. She has, you know, liquids in her and fluids in her lungs and it's giving her difficulty breathing. She has a bad valve. She's retaining water. We have to kick this so that we can have the heart surgery. Okay. Let's get it done. Mind you, that was day one. Day two was when I had to tell her that that might be it. So, day three, uh, mind you, I slept horribly because I was afraid to sleep. I'm Puerto Rican. We have some type of fucking juju, okay? I don't know what it is, but we dream, we see things, and they happen, okay? It's scary. It's... I don't know how to explain it. You know, if you've heard of brujeria and you've heard of of different uh, santeria and and if you've heard of of different types of, uh, you know, island religion and and what us Hispanics do and believe, well, shit, man, it's real. I'm going to tell you that right now. That is, it is real. My grandfather came to me when he passed and he told me to come to the house. He, he, uh, we live next door to them. Uh, He knocked on my door. I woke up. I said, Pops, what's up? He was wearing, he used to always wear Clean white tees, which is why I wear white tees. Um, real nice. Fucking clean white tees, right? Always had his hair brushed really well. And always wore his slacks. 
and always had shoes on. My grandfather said when a man wakes up, he puts his shoes on because a man got to be ready for whatever's coming. Right. So every day I wake up, like I can't be in my house without shoes on. It drives me insane. Um, he came to my door. I was sleeping. He comes to my door. He's wearing a brand new white T-shirt, brand new clean pants with a nice, strong cuff. Uh, 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 excuse me, a uh, press. That line was perfect, boy. Nice crease. I said, what's up, Pops? He opened his eyes. He looks at me with his bright blue eyes. He says, Poppy, that boy, which is I'm leaving. I said, this is it, huh? He said, yeah. That was a dream. <sighs> I'm trying, huh? Shit. That was a dream. And after he hugged me, he said, you got to come over. I said, okay. And something came over me. I woke up out of my, my dream. I ran from my apartment to their apartment. I ran into the room. And he had literally took his last breath. I was scared as fuck to go to sleep. Scared as fuck to go to sleep. I didn't want to have that dream. In life, we uh, we set benchmarks, right, so that we can at least see where we're where we're going and where we've gone and and, and how we've accomplished things, right? And I I'm not good with showing off what I accomplish. <clears throat> Excuse me. I'm not ashamed of what I've accomplished. I don't know. I just don't like. I feel like I don't need to do that. I feel like my work should speak for itself, which is one of my downfalls in music. That I said, can can the music just speak for itself? Do I have to go out and do stupid shit? Do I have to be controversial? Do I have to be this and that? Why can't I just be a good artist and be a good entertainer? Why can't I just tell my stories and not have to be in the public eye and not do stupid shit? It didn't work out that way for me. I made my money. I did my thing. I'll continue to make music because I love making music. And it still pays me. Shit pays my bills, y'all. So I ain't tripping. I don't have to be uber famous to stop. I don't have to be on, on you know, major television networks and talking about what I've got going. There's plenty of artists that actually live very, very, very good lives that you wouldn't even realize. You know, uh, one hit wonders, man. Yo, see, people make fun of artists that do things like that. Uh, if you think about a one-hit wonder, in one song changes not only your life, but fucking tons of people around you. And you get to live off of that song for the rest of your life. Think about that. There's very few things in this world that you can do when you're 18, 19 that'll take care of you until death. Very few things. Prob- uh, prob- uh, none, really. Like, the fucking the odds gotta be small as shit. Even in your 20s, 30s, and 40s, whatever. Music is one of those things that pays for everyone it's done right, when the business is done right. And as an entertainer, my goal with everything that I've done is just to to learn. Like, I like learning. And why? I always ask why. My grandparents were the people that gave me the power to ask why, to learn how powerful no is, to learn that not knowing isn't bad. Because instead of my, my grandmother and grandfather getting upset or mad when they didn't understand or know something because times were changing so quickly, they didn't get upset. They asked. 
they wanted to know. They wanted to be informed. Because why get upset about it? If I don't know, I don't know. I'm not going to lie and make it up. Facts. They just need facts. And it makes sense because they come from a time period where you making shit up doesn't help. Right? I, I, I look back at what I've already accomplished and what I have coming. I apologize for stuttering. And I apologize for being so emotional. But when it's real, it's real. I haven't done enough yet. But when I say something, I'm going to do it, I do it. This wasn't... I hope... Me doing a podcast wasn't something I did looking for money. And this is the issue that I have with a lot of people when it comes to entertainment. Because as good entertainers, I mean, honestly, when you're good at what you do, you you do it just because you don't do it chasing a check or chasing the bag. And I see a lot of people that do things for that or for the attention that it draws me. I'd rather lay in the cut and just keep doing what I'm doing. But I look at my benchmarks and I go, damn, and I told grandma I was going to do this, this and this. And I've accomplished most of them. She's been here to see all my kids. My daughter, Abriana, was born on her birthday, September 15th. And my son, Xavier, uh, 11, little gorilla, he was born February 15th. Which is, oh, excuse me, September 11th, uh, 12th. Bingo. What is it? 15 or four? Whatever. No, September 15th. Yeah, September 15th. And my son was born February 15th, which is my grandfather's birthday. You don't plan that type of shit, man. That's God's work. You see what I'm saying? I have a huge connection to these people. And I have more things that I would like to show her before she goes. And luckily, as of right now, we're good. It's still a fight. And and we'll continue to fight. My soul is tired. I mean that. Um, when you do things in life, make sure you do them for the right reason. Don't just talk the talk. I literally said that in a in a message yesterday. Uh, a friend of mine, Nikki, y'all know Nikki. She started her podcast, and I'm I'm so happy. That's awesome. I don't uh, take any credit at all for any of that. Like I would never even do that. Uh, I would love the hope that I inspired that. Uh, if I didn't, cool. You know, I I have that effect on people uh, because I'm so joking about things and so happy going. I make shit look real easy. I don't show you when I'm sweating. I make it look easy. I'm good at this. This is, I'm naturally good at talking. So me being a rapper, that's just good wordplay. Me writing books, that's that brain of mine kicking in. Me doing this, talking to y'all, informing y'all, giving you a different aspect of things. That's that's what I'm here for. When I say don't talk just to talk, I really mean it. This shit ain't as easy as it looks. Not too many people can talk and give you a full 20, 30 minutes to to keep you going. And this ain't even directed towards Nikki. I've actually been asked by a few people how to get started and, and you know, like what what got me started and what should, what should they talk about? I would love to produce your guys' shows. First off, I'll put that out there. I'd love to produce it. There's things that come naturally that'll make you shine. And there's things that you're able to learn. 
Now, I'm not a believer in taught talent. That's not a thing. I think if you got it, you got it. Period. I think that that's what saved me from a lot of things that I've avoided in my career and all of them and in my life. I always tell people I've had a lot of self-hate. And I've been able to use that as a tool to keep me from getting bothered or ruffled by simpletons. So when people make fun of me or, or, or people doubt me, I just prove them wrong. Example, the gym. And I've told you guys before that working out and being in the gym really changes levels of respect for, for people. Especially when it comes to men that want to play who got a bigger dick and who pisses stronger. The gym will level you out real fast. It's not about who picks up the most weights. It's about who's the most dedicated and what your goal is. So unfortunately, we can't even compare one another because we don't know what our goals are. See, I train every day to live longer, live stronger and healthier. I have to feed this brain of mine, but I need to keep this entire vessel as long as I have it in decent shape so that it doesn't fall apart on me and I cannot continue to use my brain and this soul of mine. So. I say that by saying this, we shouldn't be out here trying to compare ourselves to one another. It's not even about that. We got to help each other out. So when I'm giving feedback to people, please don't take it as disrespect or don't feel like I'm trying to slight you. That's not at all what I'm trying to do. But I'm not going to sit there and boast you and make you feel like you've done great. I'm going to be honest with you. So you don't talk just to talk. If you're on these platforms. You know, we live in a time where we can all express ourselves. Are we all going to be heard? No, we're not. Do we all deserve to be heard? Probably not. You got to give them a reason. Market yourself properly. Move properly. Uh, be true to yourself. One of my, I know I made this shit up. This is my quote. Sabian Antonio Pejot Lavo says, In life, being yourself is easy. The hard part is finding out who you are. That's it. Until you find yourself, you'll never be yourself. So you got to be true to yourself. I don't work good in compromising situations. If I feel like I can't be me, I just exit. I'm very rude at that. Or I'll start to play the cat and mouse game and break your brain until I get the fuck away from you. I just like being honest. Don't talk just to talk. Don't do it for the money. Do it because you're really trying to get a message out there. Unfortunately, um, there are certain things that we can do as artists that will boost our brand, but not necessarily our money. And then, you know, you, you play this game where you hope that the shit levels out. You can't keep doing shit for free forever. But you can't be out here just basically begging for money when you're doing things. So have a goal. Practice. Listen to other shows. Listen to other radio hosts. I'm, you know, I'm completely honest with everybody when it comes to things like this. If you pay attention to certain fields that are like flash in the pan things, for example, like when YouTube was like super, super booming, there's only a few people that really lasted after that. You see, it, it ain't forever. It, it's a flash, but there's people that have made careers off of it because they got it they're good at it you know some people are good at it because of the money and when the money dries up they disappear don't forget that
And don't think because I got money and I can buy, you know, whatever I got and I have studios that I have an advantage over anyone. No, 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 no. This is only good because it's me. Let that sink in. It's 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 the it's the person, the vessel that's coming towards you, that's talking to you. You know, I'm, I'm giving you reason. Uh, what else I wanted to tell? Because uh, I again, I've been asked by a couple people about starting their own little podcast, and they want or they want to do like a blog, and, and blogs and whatnot. And sometimes they're just open diaries. You know, it, it really helps me to do stuff like this because. I've always lived in in my in my head because things never matched up for, to me, you know. And uh, I say all what I've said to say this uh, within the past week with everything that I've gone through. Um, I'm thankful. I'm very thankful. If you listen to the end of all of these, you know I drop gems and I and I continue to try to strive for the best. And. This wasn't even a show I was supposed to do. I was supposed to talk about Candace Owens and Joe Biden and and what's going on in Vegas with the Eclipse Movie Theater and whatnot. But fuck it. We'll end this one and we'll start that one. So, Grandma, I love you. And like I told you, when you come out, we're going to do an interview. And (laughs) live in the moment. You know what I'm saying? Lavo. Come on.